Hey, I'm being well, I hope it's, it's going to end in 10 minutes. I know. What's that about? I, I don't I don't know. You don't have the... Uh, have we been on that long? Maybe. It's possible. We were on longer last that. time. Strange. Anyway. So I'm not going to bog this episode down with a long introduction. Today's show is simple. With Carl Rodriguez, I discuss the NFL. We discuss championship weekend, our predictions, who's who's doing the best so far through two rounds of the playoffs. We, we didn't discuss the first round and, and make predictions for the first round, so we did for the last two rounds. So who, who's doing the best job on predictions? We analyze the games, and then we preview what we think will happen in the Super Bowl, and we make our predictions. There's also a lot of extra talk about sports that I put at the very, very end of the episode, if you're interested in it. Uh, I just wanted to kind of cut it out and put it at the end. Um, I do think it's interesting, though, and if you like sports, you'll enjoy that conversation. But we also got into talking about something very important regarding RPG games and D&D and, and other games that we play um, and it's when you're the dungeon master's expectations or, or the game master, when their expectations not met and how, how do we deal with it and how, how does that end up happening? And I've heard this discussed before, you know, when, when you set something up and it doesn't go the way you think, and it's a bit disappointing. So it's a pretty good conversation there. My next show will continue the loader versus loader, and we'll be moving right into character assassination, starting with Boamir. And I also, in that episode, will be doing a reading from Monday Night AD&D. So I'm not going to put a conclusion on this one. I'm going to let that final se segment of sports talk take us out. Um, I'm not even going to put any of Jazz Reverb's music on this one because it's, it's a long one as it is. So I'm not going to bog it down with too much more. And I hope you enjoy the episode and keep exploring the many worlds in your own mind. And with that, here's the show. So I'm here with Carl Rodriguez. He's returned to the worlds of M.W. Lewis to discuss mostly football after the predictions, the bold predictions we right. made prior to the championship game. And we said we'd come back on and talk about the Super Bowl. And right. we might even segue into talking about some gaming, since uh, that's also uh, always relevant. So yeah. uh, welcome to the show, Carl, and thanks for coming on Thank again. You. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's always fun to talk sports ball. So how did we do on championship weekend? You made two picks. I made two picks. There were only two games. So we, yeah. we made picks in the same games and yeah. we didn't agree with all our picks. So how no. did you fare for the weekend? I believe I was a one and one. I think you were. I think that's that. And I, I think I, picked, I was also, I think I was one and one. Right. Yeah. I picked, uh, I picked San Francisco uh, 49ers to beat the Eagles. And uh, I picked, the Chiefs to beat the Bengals, yes. although although you know my heart was like Jason said on my podcast, you know, because he heard the prediction. Yeah, he said, "Well, you know, uh, at least at least the the team that I, my you know that I wanted to win, even though I didn't pick them, won." So you know, and it was a shame I should have picked first because you had gone into detail that you were picking the 49ers mostly because you want you thought you you wanted to have a variation from me, and I think you thought I was going to pick the Chiefs. Because I remember you were a little surprised because I picked mm -hmm. the Bengals, which right. I was wrong. 
mm-hmm. and I picked the Eagles. And you knew you knew I was going to pick the Eagles even before we had the show, right? Yeah. right? Well, I I felt yeah. like the San Francisco defense could contain uh, uh, Hurts, but he but uh, they could not. And it, well, we're going to also did not. Yeah, yeah, I also didn't predict. Yeah, let's talk about that game. Let's talk about. Um, well, before we do, let's just note though, for the two weeks of the playoffs, you and I have chatted about. Mm-hmm. You are winning. You you oh. only have gotten one wrong, where I now okay. have gotten two wrong, and my two oh, wrong wow. involved the same team. <laughs> I picked against <laughs> the Bengals, and picked the Bills, and I was wrong. And you picked yep. you picked the Bengal uh, the Bengals, mm-hmm. and then I picked. So then I went with it and said, I'm going to go with Burrow. I like Burrow. And then you're like, no, I'm picking the Chiefs. And I picked the Bengals. So the Bengals, my like of the Bengals has cost me two weeks. So I'm I'm down. I got two wrong so far from the divisional round through. But I hope I hope we're both right for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Let's yeah. So let's start. You want to talk about the Eagles game first since that's what we were kind of on? Right. Yeah, I, I guess I did not predict – and the reason I picked the 49ers was because of their vaunted defense. And I thought they were going to contain Jalen Hurts, but they did not, like I said. And there's too many weapons on the Eagles, although I did not predict. And it made it harder because, like, the Eagles defense just stomped all over their quarterbacks. <laughs> yeah. they in- Purdy got injured. And then the, the third-string quarterback got – That guy Johnson concuss- or whatever his name yeah, was. he got yeah. concussed out. He got knocked out. And I think they were going to activate uh, – uh, McCaffrey, right? Yeah, as, a, as their emergency quarterback, but I guess Purdy they taped up his elbow <laughs> and he and just handed the ball off. He but, literally could only hand the ball off. Yeah, I could for a, a quarter and a half. Right. Yeah, and so. that that wore on that contributed that wore on that vaunted 49ers defense. But yeah. the the fact is, the way I view it is that defense hadn't allowed a rushing touchdown and something i don't know how many weeks it was it was a ridiculous mm-hmm. run for that defense well the eagles dropped four rushing touchdowns on they them just which ran all over them we ran all and it wasn't just at the end of the game when that defense wore out they were running all over them from the very beginning of the game it was the whole game right uh, you talked a lot about bosa and he was he was gonna have a great game he's a great defensive player Goose egg. He had zero sacks and and zero impact on the game. Actually, yeah. So is is like um we talked about that lineman. Is that lineman? Is that lineman on was on his side? Jordan Mylotta. No, actually. Well, yeah. you know, Bosa does move around. He move around. So, yeah, he does move around. So uh, there were some points of the game where Mylotta was so before we got. So our listeners know, uh, we were talking a little bit before I started, and I you were talking about the rugby. Well, we're, we were already recording. We already talking. Yeah, about we're already recording. Yeah, I mentioned Jordan Mailata, the large yeah. Polynesian rugby player. Uh, no, but it was Lane Johnson, the the injured. Oh, by Lane, the, way. Lane the injured Johnson, Lane Johnson, yeah, so good. who handled his business and kept uh, Bosa from getting any sacks, and really, really had no impact in the game. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, if anyone, so there's a lot of misconceptions now about the Eagles because, and I talked, we talked about this last time, Carl, mm-hmm. before the Giants game. The Eagles Giants game. It was how great were those Giants? They uh, crashed the Vikings. Then the Eagles totally annihilated the Giants. And what was what did I tell you afterwards? The New York the, the story was well the Giants sucked. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, yeah. well, well, you can't have it both ways. Uh, one week they were great and awesome. Next week they really were nothing. They barely belonged in the playoffs. Well, I felt that the Minnesota Vikings were kind of a paper tiger when I watched the game where uh, the the subpar 
Packers played them. Yeah. And I know there's always a rivalry, but the Packers, you know, not a very good team this year. And they they stomped all over them. So there's definitely weaknesses yes. uh, that the pa- that the Packers, a team that was sort of mediocre this year, was able to exploit. And and I would say the Giants were better than mediocre. And they, you know, they have some oh, they have they, enough they, good players. They destroyed they have the Vikings. They destroyed them. Really good, great game plan. The perfect right. game plan for the Vikings. So now the narrative before the Eagles game was, wow, the the 49ers defense is so great. You know, it's just they're not going to be able to score. It's going to be this and that and the other thing. And Bosa, 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 whatever. So it was this narrative. And then after it, it's like, well, they didn't have the quarterback, so that game doesn't count either. So the narrative is the Eagles really just haven't played anybody. And some people are even saying they've had the easiest road to the Super Bowl in the history of the Super Bowl era. I'm hearing this. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's I guess I'd have to, we have to look, we'd have to look that up statistically and see. But, uh... but my whole point is if you don't understand why the Eagles are winning and winning so decisively, and I think you do, you you know football. But if you don't know football, find on YouTube, any listener out there, find on YouTube the play – I think it was Sanders' first touchdown, the running back for the Eagles, mm-hmm. and watch the offensive line play just on that one where you had Mylotta and the guard on the left side, and you had Kelsey and the guard on the right side, and Kelsey's their center, just snow plowing this vaunted 40. This is early in the game, too, before they mm-hmm. wore out snow plowing them backwards into the end zone and miles i swear we you or you or i could have scored that touchdown right yeah they could have caught they could have had you know the uh the kicker you know come off the bench and score that touchdown yeah yeah andy reed might have been able to score that touchdown um fat andy and that's all you need to know about the eagles they're Maybe the teams they played are not as good as build but the fact is the eagles are physically dominating the opposition and I think right. that continued on last Sunday or two Sundays mm-hmm. ago. I really enjoyed the game, but I have to admit, I was like the Giants game. I, I was getting a little bored. I was kind of like, man, these the Eagles are just so much better than this team. Right. And mm-hmm. uh, now the second game. So after the Eagles game, I walked down to a local bar and was having my celebratory drinks. I didn't drink a drop during the Eagles game. I just sat <laughs> watching. I'm, I'm going to watch this game and I'll focus on this game. Then I went down to the bar and I think I missed the only great drive the Bengals had between my house and the bar because I started watching part of the first. Then I got ready and I walked to the bar. By the time I got there, the Bengals had scored and apparently it might have been their best drive of the game. So what did you think about that game, though, that Bengals uh, Chiefs game? So I really hope the Bengals in the offseason de- deal with one of the things that has been exploited over the course of the season, but Burrow has been able to, to despite being sacked and harassed all the game, you usually can, you know, win, but it can work this, around it normally. Can work, yeah. In this case though, I think the, the chiefs, the defense is too, they're too fast, right? They, they have some really good, uh, good ends and, and their interior line is solid. And if, if you, if, since they got behind and Burrow had to throw, it's just like, you know, the, Kansas City defense just teed off and definitely even even toward it was a closer game and even towards the end the the Bengals had a chance they had multiple chances multiple chances I actually thought it was going to go to overtime and I thought the Bengals might win it in overtime and then but both drives you know there were some key plays by the defense you know a sack um, and then you know just stopping them you know on third down and they're too far back to to continue for a fourth down too far back in their own end 
So I think, uh, I mean, I think at the at the end of the day, even though I, uh, even though I felt like the Chiefs had an edge because they had a very, um, I guess, a, a biased in their favor refere- refereeing crew. You you noticed the refereeing thing, yeah, yeah. Um, I I think it's still the Bengals still probably would have lost. Uh, you know, they just couldn't couldn't overcome some great plays by, I would say, the Kansas City defense. Um, really, yeah, because I think they they. The Bengals have figured out Patrick Mahomes, you know, uh, that last, like the, I guess the key play there where the, the Chiefs overcame was like this uh, long, third and long and Mahomes ran for like 15 yards. And then this kind of, I would say, yes, it was a foul, but it was a very soft, soft personal foul called where at the same time, if you look at the play, uh, there was some egregious holding uh, to, to bust, bust him out. So it should have been like do over. Yeah, opinion, so. it was bad. It was a. Uh, I think I was still at the bar when that happened, yeah. so I couldn't quite see the replays too well. But it was a shame. I I hate to see the game end that way. You, yeah. We kind of got into that uh, at, on our last time we spoke, but we re- you were really talking about, or it might have been two times ago when we spoke. You were talking about those bad defensive calls, those defensive holding calls that changed. Oh, I hate. I well, hate this those, was yeah. another. This was kind yeah. of a questionable personal foul. That really yeah. could have. They could have held the flag on that one. They could have. They. It wasn't that egregious. I. I think Mahomes sold it pretty well. He know? sold it because he. He because he got back up really quick and the defender went down for a while. So Mahomes with a bad ankle got up very quick. So you yes. know. He, so you know it was a controlled fall. So he yeah. Kinda, yeah, he knew what he was uh, doing. He was a sad yeah, quarterback. I, yeah, which is, I guess, is fine. But uh, but I have to yeah. say, I enjoyed that game more. I mean, obviously, right. I love, I'm from Philly. I love the Eagles win. That was awesome. But the game mm-hmm. itself wasn't that great, especially once the 49ers lost their quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed the second game a lot, and I really was rooting for Burroughs there. I just wanted him to push through. You'd and think he'd have again. some magic at the end, but yeah, just, I couldn't do it. It just didn't work out. Work out this time. He he ran out, he ran out of meta currency, as Jason Connerly would say. <laughs> no no bennies for him at that point yeah, yeah. there so, might have been some uh premature celebrations too yeah they, they yeah. thought yeah before the game maybe i think before the game they thought they had it Burrow's a little cocky i think uh yeah. and, and my homes is just my homes is just good and, and i guess people will are like I, was, I shouldn't watch i shouldn't read the twitter feeds for after before and after football games or during nor for politics because they just get me riled up yeah but like someone says oh well there's holding on every play i i think that's a cliche and a cop-out there is not holding on every play there is right there there is a way there is certain rules and regulations to holding for example if the if the uh the offensive player keeps his hands with you know within the shoulder pads you know they there's grabbing on both sides that's That's right that's usually that's not going to be called unless it's very egregious that's it's right usually like the tug or the arm the arm bar or the tackle <laughs> yeah the outright yeah. the outright where the guy kind of slips you and you, yeah. you yeah. throw him down that, yeah. that's got to be called that's not always called and that's no, well, it wasn't called on that play at all because there's yeah. you know there's there's some guys who are like you know being pulled down by their you know like arm bar they got arm barred effectively yeah um, so but uh so i don't know that's why that's why in a way I, like it's really weird. I feel like in the in the divisional round and then the wild card a wild card weekend, they had like um, maybe they were testing it out. But the NFL had people in the booth, yeah, and they yeah. were calling down and correcting correcting the the uh, the calls. 
and then that seemed to stop in the championship round and it, it was I, I don't know i, I do, i'm kind of tired why. of tired yeah. of bad refing i think people want to see good they want the right call they want to see good refing there and and people say well the refs don't make that many mistakes uh right because most crews will want to blend into the background right yeah. they're like the they're like the ed hockey you know kind of they have the ed hockey philosophy the old older guard of referees who just we're just here we want the game to progress we don't want to be be in the way although i'm sure ed hockey had a few controversial calls in his yeah he did bunch he of sure crews here yeah. but but um you know, I feel like these crews, they want to look, look at me, look at me, you know, I don't know. Who Get knows? Who knows really? Know. Yeah, it's a lot. Of, you know, it's a lot of I, I, I want to give them a little more credit than you are. I think they're trying their best. And even that last call out of bounds, it, it, it was either way. I, I bet yeah. you if that was Hertz and, and a 49er did it, I probably would have been like, throw the flag. Yeah. It's hard. We're all biased watching it. So we all want to go <laughs> away. So this, uh, I think I learned a lot though watching the two games, and mm-hmm. uh, and I've been thinking now. It's been over two, almost. It's been over a week since the right. games, and we're having our discussion now. And we got to make the bold predictions. But right. before you make the bold prediction, why don't you tell me how do you, how do you feel the the game will go? Well, I I, I really feel it, it all depends on how. So the Kansas City Chief defense is fast, but being fast means they're not generally not as big except in the in the center right the the the, the inside the t- the t- the tackle the interior, yeah, the interior, the interior is really line. big yeah. and they can they can hold the line but but you know philadelphia is really i mean they pull their guards or their their lines very athletic but they can be strong as well so yeah you know I, well I just, remember it's, it's go really back and watch down. the bulldozer play you got to go back and watch that for right. you you'll see they have both the f- they're physical and they're swift. But Sanders is fast around the corner too, right? Yeah, so, yep. and and the otherwise Gainwell right. and Scott. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I I really think it's going to come down to if well, in if a way, I think what I'm hearing, the, the, these teams are kind. They have contrasting styles in a way, right? Yes, they do. The right. the, the 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 Kansas City uh, on both offense and defense is more a finesse team on both sides fast, of the ball. Fast and furious, fast right? And, fast furious. and the Eagles on both sides of the ball are a power. A power team and a physical they're going to beat you up win or lose right. they're going to beat you up right so i think that that's what's going to depend on what happens in the trenches if uh if the chiefs can figure out a scheme um to to stop the run but then so then you still have jalen hurts so he's not not like he's a you know bad a bad quarterback and he can throw it too. So I mean, if you weapons. go all in to stop the run, you have hurts, but not only do you have hurts, remember they brought in this AJ Brown, the Eagles mm-hmm. have two wide receivers who had over 1100 yards receiving this year. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so to pick your poison kind of game. And I, I don't, and then let's say they manage to stop the run and control those wide outs. Well, we got a guy who's not that much worse than Kelsey, our tight end, Dallas yeah. Goddard. He's mm-hmm. not he's not that significantly worse than than Kelsey's clearly the best. Kelsey yeah. is the best in the league right now. Right. But this Dallas Goddard, he's got to be in the top five in the league for tight ends. Right. But but I, I do think that Mahomes relies on Kelsey and I think no one I've not seen anyone able to stop him. And I remember when you had Brady the Brady Gronk thing that kept going and going. And I think I feel like there are a couple of teams that were able to stop that. The Allegion of Boom, the Seahawks were able yep. to contain Gronk and also the New Orleans Saints because they had their own really good um 
good tight end on their side too. I can't remember the guy's name, but but they were able to stop them. And and maybe that's that's kind of I think that could be a key for the Eagles. And I don't know what their their safeties like or if they have a really athletic linebacker. That's that's what the that's what the Seahawks did is they they put like Bobby Wagner on. Yeah, they had Bobby <laughs> Wagner, and they they put that on Gronk and just blow him up every yeah. time he touched the ball. So and Kelsey's might might be a little harder to manage than even that, but. uh yeah. What the way I see it going? Well, so do you think it's going to be a kind of a close game, and are people going to enjoy it? Is or is it going to be one of these Eagle blowouts that we saw in the first two playoff games for the Eagles? I, it could very well be a blowout, and that that also coupled with the fact that the the crew, the Carl Jefferies crew, well, is notoriously, <laughs> notoriously and statistically, they call the game against the Chiefs. So, so you're going to see a lot of like defensive holding calls, likely. Or even you know defensive pass interference calls, right? Because you know the AJ Brown. What's what's the other guy on the other? Uh, uh, Devontae Smith. Yes, yeah, so AJ Brown and Devontae Smith are quick. They they're very good at running their routes. They're going to be held because that's that's what. And, the and well, and the and the Chiefs are running out there a completely rookie secondary. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I, the, I was just watching NFL Channel. I I didn't realize this. The I knew I knew they had a couple rookies on the defense. I think it's their entire secondary is they're all rookies. Yeah, and Steve Spagnolo, the defensive coordinator from the Chiefs, he he trains he teaches them and trains them because he used to be he used to be I feel like he used to be anyway. It seems like his guys try to get away with as much as they can. Yes, and, yes. and they keep, and they'll keep getting caught. And these, yeah these these rookie these rookie corners and rookie uh uh defensive backs for the Chiefs are gonna. They're gonna have to really eat their Wheaties that yeah. day because they're gonna. I feel they so can definitely feel, be exploited, right? It's I gonna feel, be run, 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 run. If that works, then you're gonna have play action, and then you're gonna have one on one, and the, and then big touchdowns. I agree with you. I think this game has. I think this has the potential to be a blowout, and I think if it is a blow, I'm. This is my same prediction I've made now for two weeks with you. Mm-hmm. If the Eagles win it. It will be a blow. It's not going to be close. It means they're going to instill their will upon the Chiefs. They're going to keep the scoring low from the Chiefs, and they're going to blow up for their typical 30-some points. Yep. If the Chiefs are able to win this game, it's because it's going to be a – they are going to be able to score the football at will, and it's going to be a shootout. And they'll and it'll be Mahomes like Mahomes gets the ball last, and he's going to do some weird Mahomes. Win it at the end, like he did flip, flip play or underhand ball that goes you know, fifty yards, just like against Burroughs. So, <laughs> right. I but I feel I I feel fans who don't like the Eagles, which is pretty much most everybody, uh, are going to be a little disappointed this Sunday. I think they're not going to be that happy with this Super Bowl. I think this is going to be. This is going to harken back to maybe one of those 90s, 80s, 90s Super Bowls when you had like mm-hmm. the Giants just blew out. Uh, I don't know who, who the Giants blow out one year. The Broncos? Maybe. Uh, and the Cowboys the 40, and the 49ers killing teams. Yeah. And the Cowboys and the Skins blew out a team in the 90s. It, it Those were just awful Super Bowls for from a competitive point of view. Now, if right. you were fans of those teams right. or you hated the other team, you loved it. You loved those Super or, Bowls. Or like the Buccaneers Raiders. Where the, oh yeah, where the Buccaneers one. had their playbook effective, effectively, right? It's like a massacre. Yeah. yeah. So, all right, let's go to the predict. I think everyone knows who I'm going to predict. The new, probably new before the show, but who? Right. What's your prediction, Carl? I'm, I'm I want to. I I want to. I'm picking the Eagles, actually. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. And what? Is- I, well, because I'd like to see the Eagles win. I you know yes. for one, 
Thank you. And I'm <laughs> I'm kind of tired of the Chiefs and and people was trying to say the Bengals are the bad boys. I think the people are tired of the Chiefs. I was getting to well, the, yeah, the they, AFC they're getting championship. They're getting the AFC championship. They're getting to the Super Bowl. They, you know what? They should have won it. That's They went back to back. They should have won that second Super Bowl. And they didn't. Who they play in that second Super Bowl? Oh, they played the, bucket, the Buccaneers. The, buc- the Buccaneers. You're- yeah, yeah. How'd the you Buccaneers. Yeah. Well, it's because Tom Brady. Tom Brady, uh, beat, he he showed the upstart. Last, he showed yeah. the upstart. He's still, he was still the best at that yeah. time. Yeah. His last hurrah, he should have retired then. But, so what, uh, what do you predict on the score? How do you – do you feel – do you feel I'm wrong? Do you feel the Eagles win in a close one, or do you feel the Eagles win – and when I say blowout, I don't, I'm don't. i not saying they're going to win by 20 points or anything like that. I just mean – I think it's going to be like 31 to 13. Wow, very good. All right, here's I, – I, you know what? It very well could be. And because I'm from Philly, though, and I know better, my here's my prediction. Eagles win. I've been predicting it all week. I've been saying they win by 14, 31-17. Very close. Yep. You and I, I think, are very close. Yeah, they'll probably get, you know, Kansas City will score early and then the, the Eagles will adjust. And then I think the Eagles will score a lot early. And then by the second half, they're just going to be running the ball, they're running the ball. Go back to that running. And then I, I think what will happen in the third quarter, though, there'll be some moments where you think the Chiefs are starting to find Kelsey and it looks like they might. Mm-hmm. Get the momentum going, but then the Eagles will score again in the fourth. They'll run it. They'll get a long drive. What will happen is the Eagles will go just like you said. They're going to go to that run game. Maybe it'll be something like twenty-four, uh, seventeen. The Chiefs would have gotten it to Kelsey, and everyone's going to be like, "Here they go, here they go." But then the Eagles are going to get the ball in the fourth, and they're going to have a seven or eight-minute drive, go down the field and score. That and that'll be the game. Because then the Chiefs have to score a touchdown after that. They can't kick field goals. Yeah. And that'll be the end of the game. So right. that's my vision. I hope it comes true. I already went up to Philadelphia this last weekend and got myself a white Eagles NFC championship hat. And I got my son's two black Eagle shirts. They're half pointing. You see me pointing because I have them hanging here in my room mm-hmm. I'm in. And I got mm-hmm. myself an old school logo Eagles gray wow. with wow. old school. So we're going to be ready, man. We're just going to be totally ready. Well, that's good. Well, hopefully it's not premature celebration for you. <laughs> yeah, or, or jinx- premature. Yeah, I hope not. Are you jinx? Are you jinxing yourself because you bought a championship hat and not a Super Bowl hat? I know. I could. It could be the jinx. Now, let me tell you. It's a funny story. Uh, back in 1997, uh, the Flyers finally got through with Eric Lindros. Your sport you don't like hockey. And, I do uh, like they hockey. Were, I just don't watch it enough. Right, and they were facing the Red Wings, and I never did anything like this. But I went out and I got my wife at the time. A, a, a Flyers jersey before the series started. And the the Flyers had just got done destroying the Rangers, and it was mm-hmm. so exciting. And uh, we thought for sure the Rangers-Flyers game, that we thought for sure that was the two best teams left in, in the playoffs because the, the, the Detroit really wasn't that good. Well, I got her that jersey, and the, the Flyers didn't win another game. They no. lost 0-4. To the, yep. <laughs> so yeah. needless to say, that jersey never saw the light of day again. Well, anyway, let's um quickly uh, let's segue. We had an important thing to discuss. What what was this idea you were talking about? Expectations and right. So GMs like you know, as a GM, we both GM a lot. Um, sometimes we like to not necessarily win, but we like to throw in a good boss and give the players a challenge. And I think maybe uh, I know you, I, maybe you didn't feel the same way, but maybe we felt similar. Like I felt this weekend, and and I run a game called Jackals. It's a game. It's a it's a game uh, put out published by Osprey. It's sort of a 
a fictitious Near East uh, Bronze Age role playing, and and we had had this big boss at the end, and uh, and I thought he was going to give the players a, a run for their money, and he was just taken down so quickly. You know, my my wife Amy plays that game, and she crit um, the first hit, and then they there's a mechanic in there where they can crit. You can crit each other. If you both roll a crit, you hurt each other. And then by that time, the the, the bad guy was so far down that it just got finished off. And it was just it was unsatisfying for me, but I guess the players loved it because they really well did the players love it. I mean, that's what I was going to ask you. So whose expectation? Right. It, it didn't meet your expectation. Well, I think I think uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure Amy's Amy liked it because she did her character didn't get that that badly injured and. She took down this this guy that was giving him. It, it was this guy that was kind of giving him crap from the day they entered the town. So, so it's pretty satisfying. Yeah, well, I had a similar experience just this Monday night. Monday night, AD and D. We uh, had a a big bad that's been kind of dogging the party for a long time. He got away their first encounter with him, and I've leveled him up appropriately. He was a lower level half orc when they first faced him. And then there's a character from Dark Shelf, the the A A Zero module, the that comes with that against the slavers mm -hmm. book. I guess you, I don't know what you call that a, a super module, super adventure book. Adventure path is a is a current term, I guess. Is that the current term? And and they added uh by Skip Williams, they added mm -hmm. uh danger at Dark Shelf Quarry. So there were two uh three big bads in that that got away that the party kind of messed up uh this party's <laughs> they've done a good job solving a couple modules but they've messed up also because they've failed to get the big bads so we got all these big bads wandering around the world of slavers trying to get even you know like right. Clooney from the from the uh moss uh the red wall cartoon in pbs when he the rat would stand at the wall i'll get you for this so so i finally had uh the third encounter now with glithriel from ao and then this uh half work i created uh, on a different part of their journey his name was alphys and he had a he has a cool sword i call it dwelve bane and it's this magical sword that taunts elves and dwarves and they have to make a saving throw and if they don't make the saving throw they they go berserk they, mm -hmm. they just attack immediately and they lose like their dexterity and all this. Well, last night I forgot to have her roll the saving throw. So the number one, I screwed up there, but she probably would have made it. Our fighter, our elf, only elf left in the party is a higher level fighter. Probably would have made the saving throw anyway. So she's six level and she had a good chance of making it, but they were able to get, so I had the, the elf magic user, fighter magic user, she cast lightning bolt right into the room hmm. and almost took out several people in the party. Actually did kill two of their retainers and uh well one of the retainer right away. And um but their cleric was a his his initial spell was disrupted through because of the fireball. I mean I'm sorry, the uh, uh it was lightning bolt. It wasn't fireball, it was lightning bolt. And uh he was next round was able to cast hold person and both my big bads had high levels. So their save or spell was low. It wasn't a very high. I rolled a three and a four for the saves. Mm. So here you go. I got my two big bads are held right off the bat. And the rest of the assault was coming from hobgoblins. 
<laughs> so against high level characters, it's just a mop up job. So yeah. I was able because because the elf was outside when she got held. I had is they they just slaughtered by AD and D rules. A held monster takes max damage, mm. and you get two attacks around. So they had two characters, four attacks at max damage. They killed him right away, basically. So I had the hop, but none of them none of them said they were going to run outside to get the elf right away. They all mm. assumed. Oh, well, she's held. We'll just let her go. And I just kept having, there were a lot of hobgoblins. I just had that, some of them come in the door and I was able to rescue her with four of them, just took her, threw her on her, threw her on their horse and they took off. But wow. it was for me, what looked like it could have been like a, maybe a 10 round fight, maybe, you know, pretty deadly, man, that whole person, they killed that guy. That was it. <laughs> that was the end of the combat yeah. pretty much. Wow. Yeah, so sometimes, you know, I guess it works out very positively for the characters, but but all that build up, you know, that you Yeah. And I was setting a trap for them. They were trapped in the they thought this they couldn't figure out if this village was on the side of the slavers or Mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's gonna be epic battle tonight. And you know, I don't think the part I think when the party mops up, I think it's the same what you said. Amy was really happy. They're thrilled. They're like, oh, we mopped them up. And I'm sitting yeah. here thinking the whole time, like, gosh, darn it, I prepared this battle and it was going to be so good. And it wasn't. Yeah. And they, it's funny. They did a lot of letter. It's like they had some contingency. They had this, uh, there's this priestess in the town that could summon a giant centipede. And they they had set it so that the giant centipede would come underneath the temple where they're going to attack this guy, come up from the earth and help him. <laughs> but they didn't even need it. <laughs> it was gone before the uh the creature got there you know there's a certain number amount of time yeah so um, no yeah or in D D you'd say rounds but i guess yeah. this game you probably don't use yeah, rounds, it's round, but it's yeah. rounds also yeah like so the centipede showed up and they're all gone but what i guess there were the, the dead bodies there dead bodies the centipede can eat them he's like thanks he's like who, who? mana mana from yeah. heaven yeah yeah free food <laughs> so yeah and then they and then there's like morale checks of the other there's some other of the min, the minion guards there's some guards there too that kind of stayed in the fight but they were just the player characters were just chopping chopping them down i mean like yeah i mean i could have let my it's crazy too because a crit in this game so it's a percentile dice system so crit is like you need a double right so you need a double on the on the dice and oh really so i i i don't know i feel like it would be well i guess it would be see 11 22 33 44 it's about the same as it as it no it's it, it's about the same as a d20 Okay. Five, it's about five chances or so that you'll get a, a crit. Yeah. But but like five percent on the D twenty if you play but it was just but twice in a row. It's just Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean when I rolled those two low saving throws, I figured, you know, one one of them would probably get held, but the I'm like the other was a seventh level fighter. I'm like, man, yeah. the half orc's not gonna get held. Sure enough, he was held. What was my point? Oh. So the mayor was in on it, and he was a higher level fighter also. And mm. so, and then the innkeeper was in on it, and he had successfully backstabbed uh, the cleric, but they both they surrendered. So the party didn't kill them, huh? Which I thought they might do, even though they surrendered. And now, so now, instead of this battle ending, and I thought we would move on straight into a two, maybe next session. Now I know what I have in store for me next next time we play. We're not oh, playing next go. Monday. We're gonna have an interrogation session, which is with the way my group is, it's gonna take the whole night. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Well, Jackals, I think it ended satisfactorily because we were able to wrap up that adventure, uh, and then, um, excuse me, 
we were able to wrap up that adventure and then, you know, move on to like, the, so they're transporting this prisoner. And actually was was interesting. I actually had the, uh, they when they got to this town, uh, they said, we want to put the prisoner, you know, in the, like the jail, the, the town jail. And that actually the bad guy was going to, was using her as part of his ritual. So oh. they, they rescued her and they'd taken this prisoner before um, who they had defeated and captured, but then they didn't want to kill her because she was like a diplomat for another city. Oh, so they were hauling this prisoner um, who was like them, another jackal, like another hired mercenary type. They're called jackals in this world. It's like jackals, like they, the jackal. <laughs> I, I, well, it's like Bronze Age, the Bronze Age version. But yeah, yeah, it's like there are people who are like, you know, they're all outsiders from the town. People don't really like them. But when there's something dangerous that needs to be done, like go explore the ruins, stop the spirits, stop the incursions from the evil humanoids. They get the jackals to do it. Oh wow! So what's the RPG called? It's called Jackals. It's called, it's called Jackals. Oh, yeah, that's it's awesome. Pretty, it's pretty good. It's a really neat. It's a cool system. It's a like I said. It's a it's a it uses kind of like the uh, myth uh, mythic BRP basic role playing engine percentile dice. But I think they do some really neat things. I think especially with combat, they call it the clash system, and you have these points in combat that you can use for different exploits. Oh man, fantastic! Well, if do you do is this like an ongoing campaign or you do some one shots yeah, on that? It's an ongoing campaign, so uh-huh. we're like in the third, we're towards the end of the third season, and now they're get to, they got to this town, they turned the prisoner back over to to the prisoner's master, but that went really well diplomatically, because um, now the 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 prisoner is the leader of this new city that they've gone to now, um, might have them do a job because they they seem competent and they seem to have bested the leaders jackal right so now right so and actually one of the players said oh well he heard i told him a little bit about this town the city that they're in and i think one of the players and now it gives me some ideas of what to do next the button the players kind of um perked up when i said there's chariot racing so maybe you know we'll have like a ben-hur like uh that'll be fun yeah so yeah the circus maximus yeah so so it'd be pretty cool to do something like that it might be fun well, that's good. That was a good way to. Uh, that was a good way to slip in a little RPG talk into yeah. our NFL talk. Right. Um, but I still yep. think we got to. You got to watch out. I think the. Uh, I think ESPN is going to be calling us soon if we we keep putting these football shows out. Right. I know. We'll have to do. Maybe. Maybe I will. I will have to do some basketball. I don't know. It's been great talking to you, Carl. Yep. I think we're going to wrap this up then. All, All right. right. All right. Yeah. Good care, night. MW. We'll talk All to you right. soon. Thank you. Bye. I think after, I think you're, I'm a football fan and I, and I do kind of get into baseball. I, I feel like I would like hockey, but I just don't watch it enough. I used to watch it more in college. Um, Cause we had a good, when, where I went to university, we had a good, we had a good run um, for the hockey team and we could go watch and stuff like that. Yeah, It's kind of intoxicating when you go watch yeah. it live too. Right. Yeah. Right. But I'm not really into basketball. I mean, the only uh. excitement I get for basketball is, is for March madness during the tournament. I don't even really follow yeah. college basketball. Um, so you're you know, one of those know. guys, you like to fill out the bracket and then you'll watch, you know? Yeah. But I don't yeah. gamble or bet on anything. I'm not, I think yeah. the, the, the thing I'm looking for, forward to here in the spring after football season is done is is rugby with six nations which is um oh, that'll be fun so that that'll be good and i wish i i feel i wish we could get um there's this league that is like it's a club league so six nations is like the national teams 
from you know Britain and then France and then Italy. Um, but it, there's a really cool thing called Super League, which is from South Southern Hemisphere, Australia, New Zealand, South Africa, and I think they even invited some Argentinian teams now, um, and they play. But we don't. It's hard to get that without subscribing to some streaming service that's overly expensive, which is unfortunate. Oh, I see. Yeah. But then, but then I think we also have English Premier League, which I think you can get on Peacock now. But yeah. That's a good. That's a good league, also. You know, Northern Hemisphere League with England club teams, so it's always fun. That's cool. I should watch some rugby because actually, well, we're going to talk about football in a minute, but yeah. one of the Eagles linemen, Jordan Mailata, came from rugby, and he's oh, this nice. massive tackle on the Eagles, and he is uh, one of their. He's very big, but he's also one of their most athletic because of this this rugby background. Yeah, they should put him on. They should put him at the tight end slot and give make an eligible receiver because he probably if he played rugby. He's got to have good hands, you know. Uh, yeah, because you get yeah, in rugby. In rugby, not everyone touches the ball, not just the, you know, the premier like the quarterback, the running backs, and wide receivers. Yeah, can. that's cool. Anyway, yeah. So I so, played well, rugby. In, I, played, uh, yeah. I played rugby in college, though. So. 